Welcome to the Hello Lovely Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Williams, and I teach women how to be themselves. As an exclusive life coach for women, I'll teach you how to manage anxiety, make decisions you're confident in, and stop beating yourself up. So let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast this week. I have to laugh at this because right as I was about to start recording, you guys know I live in this little downtown area and constantly cars passing by and all kinds of things. And I promise you, right before I (laughs) went to start recording this, it sounded like someone was trying to land a plane on the street that I live on. All these noises. It's so funny. It's so funny. So let's get right into the topic today. I'm going to dive right in. But first, I just want to read a review that somebody shared. So thankful, you guys, for posting your reviews. This one was, love this podcast. She says, Christy is an amazing coach. I absolutely love this podcast. So many golden nuggets just in the first episode and so excited for future ones. Thank you so much. Love this podcast. That is awesome. I love that you said golden nuggets. Love that. So let's jump right into the topic today. We are continuing in the series of how to have genuine confidence. We've gone through what confidence is, how to have confidence in your priorities, yourself. And today we're going to be talking about how to have confidence in your decisions You guys, this is such a big deal when it comes to your personal life experience. I want you to think about where decisions go down. (laughs) It may feel that a lot of decisions happen outside of you, but decisions are constantly being made inside your head, inside your brain. Each of us have a decision-making process and it's automatic. It's an automatic way your brain chooses things. So it's so helpful to know what that process is, what your process of decision-making is, because it's going to show up for you over and over and over. You may think that there's many, many, many ways that you make decisions, and it really just comes down to like two, two or three. It's not really that many. A lot of times you're using the same decision-making process, the main one, the big kahuna of decision-making processes over and over and over and may not notice. So one, did you even know you had a decision-making process in your brain that's automatic? And two, do you know what it is? (laughs) All right. So let's talk about what happens when you don't have confidence in your decisions. This is the more regular way that we experience decisions on the regular, not having confidence in them, not really knowing that we have a decision-making automatic subconscious process. And I think a really great example of this is a simple one, but it's going to a restaurant and not knowing what to order. Now, it may feel like that's because the restaurant has a very large menu, Or maybe it's because you think you haven't been there before. It has nothing to do with those things. It comes down to your decision-making process. And that's why this is such a great example. Okay? So picture the scene. You're at one of your favorite restaurants. One that's coming to my mind right now is called Pasta Bella. It's not far from us. It's this Italian 
Greek restaurant, they have a huge extensive menu. And I could really order anything on that menu. So I want you to think about this for yourself too. You go to a restaurant, it's your favorite. It's one you've been to before. They've got a huge menu. You really could order anything. Like everything they make is delicious. But you're worried about making the right choice. You don't go there every day and you want to make the right choice. You picked out what you wanted, but then you heard maybe that somebody else at your table is getting the same thing. It's like, oh gosh, I have to pick something else because someone else is ordering that. Why you can't order it too? Don't really know. <laughs> but you start redeciding again, looking through the menu, same questioning, like trying to decide, make the right decision. You've asked the waiter to wait a couple times. He's come back and forth. You've asked his suggestions. You finally pick something. I'll take the steak, please. As soon as he walks away, you regret your decision. It's like, oh man, I should have ordered something else. And then the whole time in between the food arriving and you placing your order, you're contemplating in your head why you didn't pick something else. So of course your order comes, and while nothing is wrong with it, you can't help but think about the other item you should have asked for. So does this sound familiar? <laughs> If this has happened before or some flavor of this, it's a reflection of not having confidence in your decisions. So this could show up in other places, of course. Could be items you order on Amazon, regretting it, then returning it. Going shopping, buying items, regretting it, returning it. Starting a business, feeling pressure, regretting it, backing out. Starting a program, halfway through, feeling pressure, want to quit. Starting a new job. Feeling excited, then feeling pressured, regret it, want to change it. So this is an example of a decision-making process I call the pre-pressure, post-regret cycle. There's a lot of consideration and pressure to make the right decision beforehand. So in your brain, you go back and forth, making really sure you pick correctly. This can be what feels like a long time, or this can feel like a short time, but the pressure is the same. A lot of pressure to make the right decision. And really what's happening here is you're just telling yourself over and over, what's the right choice? What's the right choice? Got to make the right choice or some flavor of that. But then once you make the decision after that time, regardless of how much it was, you still question afterwards if it was the right one, and then regret your choice, okay? So just like I said, this is what I call the pre-pressure, post-regret cycle. It doesn't matter what the item is that you're choosing on. Notice if this is a cycle you experience. A lot of pressure to decide before, regret after. Now, this usually shows up as in the after part of regret, I made the wrong choice, picked the wrong one. I should have done blank. Now notice these could be food items, not even anything that really matters to you on the big scale, but there's so much pressure in advance and regret after that it's taking a lot of energy for you. And there's so much questioning of yourself. So it doesn't even mean that the decision was right or wrong, but you are totally labeling it as wrong and telling yourself you should have done something else. 
that post-regret cycle. So as we pause here to reflect on how this may be showing up, I want you to also think about the opposite. How many times have you told yourself, that was a great decision? Probably not a lot. That comes as a side effect for the pre-pressure post-regret cycle of decision-making. So after taking a look at her decision-making pattern, one client I work with realized that she does this all the time. She had been doing it her whole life and not realizing that it had nothing to do with actual choices she was making, the actual things she was deciding. She was just going through the pre-pressure post-regret on almost everything. So she did more work on her thinking through an interview with herself, which is a tool I teach my clients. And she found that at her core, at her core, she believes she is a person who makes bad decisions. Now, I'm not talking about in some things, not talking about how she sometimes is like, you know, that wasn't the best. Next time I'll do this. As a person, this is how she sees herself as her identity. She had no idea. So of course she feels pressure when she's making any decision, even if it's what ice cream flavor, because she doesn't think at her core as a person in her identity that she can make decisions that aren't wrong. And her brain knows she's going to regret it afterwards. She thinks she's spending a lot of time actually deciding and going through this pressure to actually create the right decision but her brain subconsciously knows it's going to regret it after. Isn't that incredible, you guys? Now I want you to think about how many times a day we make decisions. It's all day long. (laughs) What to eat, what to wear, what to say, what to do, who to call, what to pay, what to buy, what to watch. All day long. Your whole life, consist of tiny mini decisions and big decisions. That is the human experience. So if this is your decision-making process of pre-pressure, post-regret, how much energy and pressure is consuming your life? A lot! (laughs) And that was the case for this lovely client as well. She would wake up already regretting decisions about the day before or even maybe that day. Like maybe she already started off her day thinking, I should have got up earlier, regretting a decision and already be exhausted. This takes a lot of energy in our brain, adding the pressure and adding the regret. And it may feel like those things are out of our control, the pressure and regret, like that's just a part of how it's going to be. But just because it's subconscious and just because this is the current cycle of decision-making you have now does not mean it's out of your control. That is something that is super important to notice right here. So just like that scenario, this client thought she was feeling regret because it was a bad decision that she made over and over. But she was actually feeling regret because of her judgment process after making decisions. You see the difference? There's the decision she made. There's the judgment of the decision she made. Two separate things. So in the example of a meal and the menu, instead of her enjoying the meal that she did pick at the restaurant and tasting every bite and enjoying the experience, 
her mind was focused on the regret of something else, causing her to miss out in the moment, not because of what she ordered, but what she thought about her decision. So she wasn't missing out because she made a bad decision. She was missing out because she was judging her decision as bad. Do you guys see the difference? So imagine how much more time and energy she has now that she's aware of this pattern. It takes practice, but once you have the step-by-step process to do this, you get to enjoy what you choose. And you swap out that pre-pressure cycle also and actually have a decision-making process where you know exactly what you want. You validate that and then you move on to the next thing. Because think about why we are so worried about making the wrong decision, especially if it comes to like food or preferences, like this applies to anything you guys. But the reason we don't want to make the wrong decision is because we don't want to miss out on an experience. But I want you to notice what happens of a result of having no confidence in your decisions. You don't miss out because of the selection you made. You miss out when you keep telling yourself you should have picked something else. Because notice, let's say you ordered the steak. It's delicious. You do like steak. But you're forgetting in the moment that that's the case. You think you should have picked something else because then you wouldn't have missed out. But in that moment, you are missing out on what you do have because you're thinking you should have picked something else, not because you should have. I want you guys to really take a moment to think about that difference. So confidence in your decisions is the opposite of indecision or impulse decision. So if you think that impulse decision means you know what you want right away, let's take a look-see at that. When you're confident in your decisions, you don't refer to them as impulsive no matter how fast you decide. You just decide. When you're confident in making decisions and confident on how you know you make decisions, you just make decisions and you don't label them as impulsive or anything else. So when you label yourself as impulsive or as being indecisive, it is a little bit of judgment on your decision-making process. That's what tells you right away, oh, I don't have confidence in my decisions. Now that is okay because most of us go through life not even knowing we have a decision-making process on this level. Totally okay. So I invite you to do this fun process. (laughs) How do you make decisions? What? (laughs) So fun. How do you make decisions? Let your brain spin on that one for a minute. At first, you'll probably say, I don't know. Do I have a way I make decisions? But explore it a little bit further and you'll start to see a pattern. It's a really fun process to take a look at and it really tells you a lot about the results you have or want. So trust me, it's valuable to do this even if you're uncomfortable with the process at first because you're like, I don't know if I want to know my decision-making process. Confidence in your decisions means you know how to decide. You know exactly what you want to do. 
you choose on purpose, you enjoy the selection. You work towards it without changing it and constantly flip-flopping all the time. And you adjust whenever needed without constantly beating yourself up and slapping down yourself with regret. So you adjust when something didn't go to plan and create the result, but you do it by taking a step back, evaluating and adjusting to move forward instead of making a decision and then immediately going into regret. There's a difference between making a decision, seeing how it plays out, and then adjusting when you decide to make an adjustment. Instead of judging every single decision you make, which is all day long, remember we're making decisions all day long, your mind is super clear from the extra energy and clarity you have that you can see when you want to make an adjustment now. And you can evaluate and adjust and move forward without beating yourself up with the judgy stick. (laughs) So take a moment to think of the overall impact of that. Not even just over a couple weeks, but over months and years of knowing how to make decisions, confident in your decision-making process, knowing how to evaluate and adjust and having that extra energy and a clear mind. What would that look like for you to be confident in your decisions? Knowing exactly what you want, no pressure in the decision before, no regret judgment after, adjusting when needed, moving forward. And the beautiful thing here is, as you create your decision-making process on purpose, you're still evaluating what to be the best decision in the moment. But you're taking out the pre-pressure and the post-regret. This is a step-by-step training I include in my six-month program because it takes time to implement. It's definitely something you can immediately be aware of and start noticing and making slight shifts but it does take time and it is a practice. So I want you to be patient with yourself here. Can you do it? Absolutely. So if you want to take this work deeper in this process to feel the genuine confidence in your decisions and also your priorities and yourself, I invite you to work with me one-on-one in my six-month program. Go to misschristywilliams.com, schedule a consult, and we can get started. Because when you know how to have the genuine confidence in your decisions, your priorities, and yourself, you can really know how to be yourself. And that is a beautiful thing. Have a great week, guys. I'll see you soon. Hey, lovely. If you want to be more confident on the outside, you have to start on the inside. If you don't take time to create an amazing relationship with yourself, It will show up in every other area of your life. If you feel stuck or don't know how to be yourself, I invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to misschristywilliams.com and sign up for a free call to join my six-month program. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-Williams.com and I'll see you in session.